0: Schizophrenia. a story by Oyekachi Joy Oh, slowly, please, the blonde hair hairstripper whined as he tugged her hair and rammed into her. She thought she'd only tease him and leave him begging, but Frederick was keen on doing otherwise. To her pleas, he viciously replied, Shut up, cunt. I haven't poured yet. However, her bum was turning red from all the hard spanking. And she wasn't moaning because it was pleasurable. It was getting really sore for her. He finally poured and he pushed her aside, buckled up and threw a couple of dollar bills at her, and even used a dollar bill to spank her, already hurting bread bum. Frederick Horan was a jerk to everybody. It was his thing to be cruel to his workers and anybody in his breathing space. One time when he'd collided with one of his staff, who was holding coffee that spilled a little on the sleeves of his white shirt. He furiously held the mug up to her face and forced the hot-burning steam to graze her lips. Although Frederick wasn't always this mean until his younger sister, Rachel, died in a car crash. He hated himself so much. Rachel was the only person he had ever loved. He was very protective of her and hated their parents for subjecting her to so much pain and turmoil when they put them up for adoption. The resolve to put them up for adoption came as a result of his parents' poverty and lackadaisical attitude. Perhaps this was the origin of Frederick's villain story. The young, assertive Frederick up to become an apology of a man. He spent the better days of his youth on unnecessary vacations, partying endlessly as he drowned his soul in alcohol with multiple sexual partners to forget. Besides living a wayward life, Frederick had no regard for anyone whatsoever. He was utterly mean and disrespectful until things took a different turn of events for him. It started out as a blur. He didn't feel sore or sick, just an unexplainable blurry feeling. Frederick most certainly didn't hit his head anywhere. He felt fine, or so he thought. He hated feeling sick. It wasn't something pleasant, and he didn't even like the hospitals. He has an unwavering belief that we're all creepy. Of course, he still had to go. Being delayed by a deficient body was too tiring to handle. So he placed a call to Secretary Sarah, asking her to cancel all his appointments except the one he has with Stephen at the bar. Even though such a request was not new to Sarah, she forced a submissive smile as she acknowledged his orders over the phone. Not like she harbored any ounce of hatred for him. She just didn't like how he spoke to her. He always acted smug and didn't care about anything other than himself. It wasn't the inferiority complex she felt when she was around his strong aura. It was him. Scrunching his nose hurt, as he tried to block out the strong smell of antiseptics. That nose job hadn't healed completely and it was a month old. Frederick walked straight to the doctor's office. He'd already booked an appointment with him. After exchanging pleasantries, they both walked into a lab, an optic lab. The doctor ran the tests, examined them, and concluded that there was absolutely nothing wrong with his eyes. Watching the doctor quietly, he knew something was wrong. Why else did it seem like his eyes had suddenly become a kaleidoscope? Only he wasn't seeing bright colours. They were spiralling deep black. He walked back to his Cadillac when he glanced at his side view mirror. He could see that his eyes had turned red. He ignored it and clenched his fists. If his steering wheel were a ball, it would have gotten crushed. Stop. Drive faster. Look down. Frederick thought he didn't hear right and looked away. Thinking it was someone on the road who screamed. But it wasn't. His throbbing head wasn't getting any better, and again, his eyes became blurry. He felt like he was going insane. He wasn't even drunk. He hadn't had anything to drink. With all these thoughts flooding his mind, something blocked his eyes and everything went black. Frederick didn't die, but he felt like he was in hell. The doctors kept their voices low, and there was a younger woman who stood there. He didn't know her. She looked flushed, but there was something else her face displayed. Pity. The voice came back. The doctors walked closer to him. He didn't understand what was happening. He saw one of them snap his fingers and the voices stopped. Frederick asked, Why are there other doctors here? I'm fine. I'm not a critical case. It was just an accident. The doctor scratched his head and answered, What are the doctors? I'm the only one here. Confused, Frederick sat up and pointed his finger at the lady. Then the doctors... Except they weren't wearing uniform anymore. You don't see them? Or is this some sort of joke? Frederick was already getting annoyed as he raised his voice. The doctor had that look too pity. He sighed and furrowed his brows. Then it seemed like a minute had passed before he spoke and said three disturbing words to him. You are schizophrenic. He pressed on, speaking about how there were medications to help him stay in touch with the real world. Frederick knew what it was. He didn't need the talkative doctor spitting in his face, explaining what it was. It's a blowover. That's what he kept hearing him say to make him feel better. Either way, he knew it wasn't going to blow over. Everything went blur again. This time, the voice of the doctor became smaller and distant, like he was far away. Talku, talku.